1: Thank you for joining us. God loves his children. He protects, provides, guides, forgives, and so much more. Therefore, he deserves our trust, praise, glory, honor, obedience, and so much more. Yet we often grieve our Lord by turning from him to do things our way rather than turn to him in obedience. And what does God do? He gives us what we don't deserve, his love, grace, and mercy. He continues to teach and develop us, And he is always available to us. The question is, when will we always be available to him? Have Bible pen and paper handy as Pastor Rander speaks to us. And he answered me,
2: out of the belly of Sheol, I cried. And you heard my voice. Uh, Being in that fish was likened to a grave, Sheol, a picture of a grave. It was was like I, I was shut up. You know, he couldn't move. He couldn't stretch. He couldn't jog. Perhaps he was even in a fetal position. It was as if he, he was alive, but dead, dead. Oh, but he experienced God's mercy. He said, you heard my voice. If there's ever a time you want to hear the voice of God is in the midst of troubled times. And if you're walking with God in peaceful times, Listen, God will answer your prayer in troubled time. Notice in the verse that Jonah was not thinking about you. He didn't cry out to psychics. I don't know what. Yeah, listen, why don't you save your money and give it to the church? Invest it in children. Psychics! You know, I tell you what, take them to the store and just ask them what dollars of sugar on. They can't tell you. Then put your money back in your pocket. Okay? <laughs> Jonah did not cry out to idols. He did not cry out to angels. You know, some people worship angels. Uh, uh, he, Jonah did not cry out to soothsayers, Jonah did not cry out to mediums. Jonah did not cry out to Harry Potter. He did not cry out to diviners. Jonah cried out to the Lord and God heard his voice. He knew if he was going to be saved, only God could do it. Like Jonah, we too have to experience the undeserved mercies through the calamities of life. I know I've been in some situation that I can testify, only God could deliver me. Do I, am I by myself or do I have some witnesses? Have you ever put your own self in some situation you know you made the mess and you know you didn't deserve to be delivered? Jonah didn't deserve to be delivered, y'all. All that rebellion, all that hell is coming out of him. God could have left him and say, I ain't hearing you. Just die. Oh, but the, what kept the, the fish from chewing him? It was mercy. <laughs> what kept him alive in the belly of a fish? It was, <laughs> it was mercy. It was mercy. It was mercy. It was mercy. God gave Jonah, what he did not deserve, and I tell you what—I don't know about you, but I'm a living testimony. I'm not standing here because I'm all that good. I, I made some sinful mess. I know I've—I've I've lied. I've done a whole lot of stuff. Amen. I—I'm I, saved by grace. I thank God for the blood, and I'm so glad the blood is cleansing. I'm made whole by the authority of the blood of Jesus, and nobody can hold my past against me because I am redeemed. Do I have a witness here? I am redeemed. I've been bought with a price. Jesus has changed my whole life. If anybody asks me just who, don't you ask me who I am now. You ask me who I am, I'm going to tell you that I am redeemed. I've been purchased. I've been cleaned. I've been made whole by the shed. Jesus Christ. Do I have some witnesses in here to declare with me that you are redeemed? You know without a doubt you've been bought with a price and Jesus has changed your whole life. Why don't you say hallelujah to the Lamb of God? I'm redeemed by the mercy of all mighty God. Number seven, living in obedience to God's word will bring assurance of its presence. Living in obedience to God's word will bring assurance of its presence. When stormy weather comes into our lives, we can take comfort that God is able to keep, preserve, and even deliver us through times of adversity. It is those times we see the power of God on display. I love that great passage in Isaiah chapter 43, verses 2 and 3a. Living in obedience to God's word, bring us the assurance of his presence. This verse gives me so much assurance. You need to document it. It's going to help you uh, today and tomorrow. Isaiah 43, 2 and 3 says, when you go through deep waters, I will be with you. When you go through rivers of difficulty, you will not drown. When you walk through the fire of oppression, you will not be burned up. The flames will not consume you, for I am the Lord your God. How spiritually refreshing is that verse. If you have faith and trust in the Lord, He knows how to preserve you and be a refuge for you in the midst of storms. Number eight, in the midst of Jonah's trials and crises, he did not lose hope. He didn't lose hope in the midst of the storm. Jonah chapter two, verse four says, then I said, I have been cast out of your sight, yet I will look again toward your holy temple. He was believing God for the future in the midst of that big fish. He was looking beyond the fish to God's restoring him where he can worship God in the temple. Like Jonah, we must not lose hope. When we lose hope, we have nothing else to hold on to. When we lose hope, we give up. When we lose hope, we become discouraged. When we lose hope, we become depressed. Satan wants you to lose hope. When we lose hope, we become fearful. When we lose hope, we become dejected. And when we become, when we lose hope, we, we'll kill ourselves, we we'll become suicidal. When in a storm, do not receive a word from those who are a drag on your faith. Be careful where you get your counsel from. Some of these folk will wear you out and wear you down and give you some of the worst counsel on this side of the Mississippi River. But rather, you need to surround yourself with people who can inspire you in the trial. Encourage your faith in the midst of calamities. It does not matter how bad things get. The Lord, who is our blessed hope, is able to lift us out of despair, out of despondency, and help us to rise and to live again. Somebody under my voice, you are as down as you can be. You're You're down. I mean, you're down. You're at a low point in your life. And if you look to Jesus, the author and finisher of your faith, God will perform restoration, revival, renewal. He'll give you times of new beginnings. If you believe that God is able to rise you up, you too can live again. Number nine, the surest way to make it through the storms of life is to praise your way through them. Oh, I love this. The surest way to make it through the storms of life is to praise your way through them. Jonah chapter two, verse nine says, but I will shouts of grateful praise will sacrifice to you what I have vowed. I will make good. I will say salvation comes from the Lord. Surely Jonah, listen to this now, listen closely. Surely Jonah had every reason to praise God for his salvation out of that great fish because he was miraculously delivered from the sea he was miraculously delivered from that great fish. That fish got indigestion. I know that fish. That great big fish. I know. He said, "This this man must have been some terrible, because I've been sick ever since he been in me." He must have been something. I bet. Oh, he moved his. Oh, oh, That that's, that fish. That big fish couldn't sleep. That fish. It was like as if that fish was pregnant. That, thing, that man was moving around in him and jacket. They say, oh, God, why you choose this old rebellious guy? I didn't do this, but I keep holding him. I can't let him go till you say so. And then the Lord said, let him out. He just let him out. He vomited him out. Oh, see, y'all, y'all go too fast. He vomited him out. You know what? He came out. You know y'all, y'all don't like vomit. You, you get around, you, you act like you don't even see it. And he came out with all this vomit, all this fish vomit on him, seaweeds over him. I bet he felt like Starkist tuna for three long months. And when he got out, I don't believe he came out saying, I'm so glad Jesus set me Free? No. If that was you, you would. How, how would you? How would you say that? I, I want y'all to say. I want y'all to do this. I haven't done this before. I want you to do this with me. I'm so glad Jesus lifted me. Y'all know that whole song. I want you. To, I want you to pretend that you were in that fish, and you were there three days and three nights, and you just got vomited out, and you're gonna sing that song. And I want. I want us to sing it like we really glad. I want you. I want you. I, I want you to say. Let. I, you got. I mean, you got to sing it as loud as you can. Let's go. I'm so glad Jesus set me free. Come on. Are you glad? Come on. I'm so glad. Jesus. 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 Woo! Jesus set me free. Man, that man was, I bet he was singing, twirling, dancing. I'm so glad. Yeah, y'all still sounded kind of sick, but that was pretty good. <laughs> that was pretty good. That'll, that'll, that'll do for now. That'll do. He, 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 listen, the surest way to make it through the storm of life is to praise your way through them. Praising the Lord changes your mindset praising the Lord lifts your spirit, praising the Lord refreshes and encourages your heart in the midst of crises. Therefore, lift up the name of Jesus, exalt the name of Jesus, magnify the name of Jesus, worship the name of Jesus. A great passage of praise, believe it or not, is is found in 1 Chronicles chapter 16, verses 23 to 31. That's a marvelous passage, and I'm going to read every line of it. We're almost done, because this is another passage on praise. It says, sing to the Lord, all the earth, proclaim the good news of his salvation from day to day. Declare his glory among the nations, his wonders among all peoples. For the Lord is great and greatly to be praised. He is also to be feared above all gods. For all the gods of the people are idols, but the Lord made the heavens. Honor and majesty are before him. Strength and gladness are in his place. Give to the Lord, O oh families of people. Give to the Lord glory and strength. Give to the Lord. Give to the Lord glory Do his name. Bring an offering and come before him. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. Tremble before him, all the earth. The world also is firmly established. It shall not be moved. Let the heavens rejoice and let the earth be glad and let them say among the nations, the Lord reigns. That's a passage of praise if I've heard one. I can only imagine when Jonah was vomited out of that great fish, he came out shouting, praising and thanking God for the miraculous deliverance. Worshiping and praising Jesus is what brings calmness in the storm. Worshiping and praising Jesus is what brings rest in the storm. Worshiping and praising Jesus is what brings tranquility to those who are in the midst of the storms. Number 10, we can survive any storm that comes into our lives when we take comfort in the promises of God. But there's no storm big, medium-sized, small, huge, They can intrude into our life that the Lord can't take care of if you're holding on and taking comfort in the promises of God. Psalms 46, one says, God is our refuge. He's our safe place uh, and strength, a very present help in troubled times. Let me give you this as I close. I'm gonna give you four wonderful things about the promises of God during troubling times. Now you're gonna need this in the name of Jesus, write these down and I'll be through. Four wonderful things about the promises of God in troubling times. They are, A, you cannot trust the promises of God while seeking power, influence, and a selfish personal agenda. You cannot trust the promises of God while seeking power, influence, and a selfish personal agenda. Servanthood does not seek to take over or be in charge. It is the Lord who lifts up to positions of authority and enables us to do great things for him. I'm not here by accident. I'm here because the Lord has raised me up for such a time as this. And when my season is over, it is over, and I transition out Psalm 75, verses 6 and 7 says, no one from the east or the west or from the desert can exalt a man, but it is God who judges. He brings one down. Look at that. He exalts another. It is God who does that at the end of the day. 1 Peter 5, 6 also says, humble yourselves. You can't be haughty, prideful. And lifting yourself up, puffed up and all of that, cause you ain't all of that. The scripture says, humble yourself therefore under the mighty hand of God so that at the proper time, he will, he may exalt you. B, you cannot live on the promises of God if you are always looking back. You cannot live on the promises of God if you are always looking back. Be mindful. We must not ignore the past. Don't forget the past. The past is reality. It is what it is. But learn from it, lest we repeat our failures. That's big. I just repeat it because I know you're writing. You cannot live on God's promises if you are always looking back. Be mindful. We must not ignore the past, but learn from it, lest we repeat our failures. Also, refuse to be so fixated on the past That you can't embrace God's promises today. That you can't trust God today and move forward into your destiny and into your future. Philippians chapter 3, 13b through 14 says, Forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things which are ahead, I press toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. See, the promises of God will never fail. Oh, wow, that's refreshing to my soul. The words of man fail, people fail, businesses fail, but the word of God never fails. The word of God is true. The word of God is eternal. It will accomplish the purpose for which it was set. Isaiah chapter 55 verse 11 says, so shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth. It shall not return to me void, but it shall accomplish what I please, and it shall prosper in the things for which I set it. The word does not come back empty, does not come back void. The word will always do what it says it will do. Uh, Next uh, uh D. The promises of God are comforting and reassuring in troubling times. That's what you need. The word of God is comforting and reassuring in troubled times. John 14, 27 says, peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. Not as the world gives, do I give you. Let not your heart be troubled and neither let it be afraid. Let let Christ rule. You know what some of y'all still said? CNBC, NBC, ABC, Fox, Cox, TBTQL. <laughs> then you come over to the internet, you type it in, and then you go over here and you watch some more news. And then you go over here and you go to most, no wonder you're mad. No wonder you're disturbed. Why don't you get out the bad news and get in the good news? Oh, no, just say amen. That's why you all messed up. That's why you can't speak. Boy, have you been born again? Have you been washed in the blood of the lamb? How did you advance the gospel for my name's sake? Did you live up to your potential for me in a wicked and dying world? Did you speak up and tell folk about my name? I didn't tell you to promote a candidate. I told you to promote Jesus. Y'all scared to wear Christian t-shirts and you're walking around here wearing what party you in. Jesus is not coming back for a party. He's coming back for those who are washed in the blood of the Lamb. If I said it right, won't y'all say amen? Last but not the least, the promises of God keep us From giving up through the storms of life. The promises of God keep us from giving up through the storms of life. Second Chronicles chapter 15, verse 7 says, But as for you, be strong and do not give up. God is saying, Don't give up. You're surprised how many churches are folding up. How many Christians are just walking away. I'm tired of the church. This happened in the church, that happened in the church. That's why I don't go to church. But but on that job, they slap you around. They take more folks from your department, give you more work, put more hours on you. Blessed be the name. And you walk on in there and you punch the clock and you stay there 20 years and you won't be moved. Why is it that you have that commitment for a dollar? And you don't have that com- kind of commitment for Christ. Second Chronicles 15, seven says, but as for you, be strong and do not give up. Say, don't give up, don't give up. for your work will be rewarded. You need to underline that your work. Not, not everybody else's work. Now, your work, Not get to y'all past stuff. Oh, I can, I can deal word for word with each one of these, but time won't let me. And your stomach is probably feeling like it want to roll right now. He's going to reward your work. What do you have to show for for the kingdom? He says, but as for you, be strong. Do not give up, for your work will be rewarded. Galatians 6, 9 also says, let us not become weary in doing well, for at the proper time we will reap a harvest if we do not what? If we do not what? If we do not what? Therefore, be faithful, persevere. Until God calls you home, because God does not reward quitters. Now you need to write that down. Some of y'all fold your Bibles up because you said this is the last point. But you you better go back and open that thing up. You better go 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 back, open it up, open the technology up, whatever you got, open it back up. You are gonna need that because some of y'all about to quit. I quit the client. They give this person a thing about why is this person? Well, why don't you say, will you give me an opportunity? We have ministry fair, tables all around here, you can just sign up. You know folks that do most criticizing are the folk who just sit in the pew and become professional critics. He didn't say be a faithful critiquer. <laughs> <laughs> be a faithful soul winner, be a faithful servant unto death. Stop critiquing. Anybody need critiquing is you. It's me all lost. I got so much, I got so many issues that when I get through with me, it's time to go to bed. Beloved, you are either currently going in a storm, you just came out of a storm, or you're headed in a storm. Be encouraged if you hold on to the promises of God. There is no storm that the Lord cannot bring you through. Furthermore, it is disastrous to go into a storm without a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. Because without him, who can deliver you in the midst of the storm? Accept Christ today. I submit to you today as I close, all the Jonas are not gone. And all God's children said, let's pray. Father, we thank you. I pray, Father, that no one moves unless it's us, unless it's uh, counsels this way. I pray in the name of Jesus that this message resonate. And I pray, Father, as we extend the invitation for someone to come to Christ of a church membership, that they not believe the devil's lie and miss their eternal blessing. They are accountable for what they've heard today. And they'll put some, oftentimes they'll put off for tomorrow for what they can do today. And the truth be told, tonight is not even promised. I pray, Father, that the spirit of procrastination from the enemy not settle in the hearts of the people and then they bite into it and take comfort in it, perhaps to their own spiritual detriment. I pray in the name of Jesus that people would move forward and say, I surrender. I've heard enough. The word came to me. And I didn't pull a Jonah. I surrendered in Jesus name and all God's children said, listen, if you're not right with God, you heard this message and you stay in that seat and you don't respond, understanding what you've just heard. You are a Jonah. You say, how did you get here? The Lord sent you here. You're not here by accident. God sent you here to hear this message. To make a decision, not tomorrow, right now. The word of God says, the day you hear my voice, harden not your heart. The Bible says, whosoever call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and you will be saved. Salvation comes through Christ alone, by grace alone, to the glory of God alone. You say, well, I don't, I'm too scared to come before people. Listen, Jesus died a public death, half naked on that cross. A public death, humiliation, and he did all that for you. You mean tell me you can't walk up here in a suit or dressy casual and just come up here and say, I surrender today? You know what the word of God says? If you're ashamed to own me before people, I'll be ashamed to own you before my heavenly father. You come now and not sit and displease God like Jonah. A God may send a Shamu to take you.
1: The greatest gift anyone could ever receive has already been given. Jesus paid the price in full. He loves us so much that he desires a personal relationship with all who surrender all to him. We have direct access to our Lord and Savior through the indwelling Holy Spirit. We owe him everything, yet the gift of salvation is free. Don't waste one more second. If you enjoy this kind of biblical teaching or would like to hear this message in its entirety, please visit us at Maranatha Bible Church, located at 7855 East Loop 1604 North, in Converse, Texas, or call us at 210-821-5683. If you would like to make a special donation to support the radio ministry of Maranatha Bible Church, please visit our website at maranathasa.org. Select the Give option and choose the radio broadcast support fund. Thank you very much for your generosity.